Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Fred Gillick. What's up, homie? <laughs> he is the creator of 414 Milwaukee Clothing. That's right. And uh, if you've been following, you know the gear I've been wearing has been pretty authentic. Well, here's the master. I don't know about that, man. Sensei. <laughs> dude, I don't know about that, dude. I just want to make people look good. But when you look good, man, you feel good, right? Definitely. I mean, nobody wants to walk around with a pair of piss wipers on, right? No. Some pro kids or some shit. No, I love the quality in your mm-hmm. brand. Thanks, man. That's yeah. what I aim to achieve at. I feel like Milwaukee deserves the best. So it's been this progression of started as a t-shirt, uh, not even that, a sticker. Yeah. And it's turned into like track suits and flags and beer and all that sort of stuff. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course, dude. I'm loving um, what you're doing, man. I love, I love that you're giving uh, voice to uh, to kids and and inspiration to, uh, you know, people who have want to listen to that. Yeah, you know, it's very vital. It, it's it's like a it's blood. You have to have it, yeah. right? And you offer it. So, well, this with, is your blood type. Without further ado, how you doing, Fred? I'm feeling good, man. It's been a long, long week, you know, so I'm glad, uh, you know, I get to relax and uh, and talk about stuff that's not really work-related, but probably work-related. Yeah. You know how it is. Well, the, the, the brand is quality. I love the way it feels when I put it on. Nice, too. I'm you happy know? to hear that, man. Looking around the shop, you know what it is. You know the vibes. Yeah. You know how to check vibe. it out. I mean, you know, I'm glad you wear it, man. Oh, or you just, you know, you got to get your kids in it, too. We got little kid track suits. I'm going to hook you up kids okay Make we'll, them we'll get them in bro we'll, we'll get them get i'll fit them make them like them look like posse man yeah man it'd be like xavier super mercado posse there you go the mercados that's right dude that's a that's the name of your next jam the mercados. the mercados i love it so um yeah let's let's jump right in then what you got for me man yeah so so where are you from uh well uh milwaukee north side dude north sherman side. park sherman yeah dude okay but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been. I went to Sherman Multicultural School. Okay. And so that's on Fifty First and like Locust or whatever. Oh wow. And so yeah, it's a cool school, man. And uh, went there, um, and then went to Steuben, which is now French Immersion, and then Tech. So I'm like tech. through and through MPS, dude, K through twelve. Yeah, I, I man, you know, I look back now. I wish I would have went to Tech because I never really no, really. Look, I went to South Milwaukee, but the way I feel about school is. They teach you shit that you're not really gonna use. And I mean, tech was not like that. Almost there were a, a few classes that, I'm like, yeah, you could do without. But for the most part, whatever you was, were interested in, yeah. they had it. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. It was technical and yeah. I, it was trades. Yeah, it, it's like that's what you need yeah. for post high school. Mm, yep, I would agree. You know, yeah, you taught me how to read, write, do math. Yeah. But come on, let's be serious. Trade is where you. At. I did installing for installing floor for. Oh, you about would have probably benefited the most from that. Man. That's what I'm saying. Like they, in the ninth grade, man, they had us like take car engines apart, man. And put them back together again with like these like piston valve things that if they weren't calibrated, like could blow up in your face. Yeah. So all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, electrical circuit boards we made and like woodworking shop and metal shop and plumbing. Yeah. You know, and it's like you get a very good overview. Like I'm not great at any of that stuff. Like I was good at the uh, the architectural rendering and the commercial art side of stuff because, you know, I just had an art background since I went to grade school. Like when I was a kid, I would uh, sit in my room and draw on like graph paper because okay. that's I thought that was the only kind of paper there was. Oh wow! You know, and like these designs, and I would send them to Ocean Pacific Brand. <laughs> there you go. And I'd be like, "Hey, uh, I'm this kid. Uh, you know, I loved it, and I was wondering if you could submit my, you know, submitting my design, or if you could improve it. And you know, I'd like, you know, and then I did like twelve or thirteen of those, and then they never replied, no. ever, 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 ever. And I was like. I'm gonna show those dudes. For and then, ironically, that's kind of what I do for a living now. Yeah. For the most part, um, what was your your childhood like? Uh, you know, like any kid, man. Like we horsed around, man. We screwed around. You know, be home when the lights are on. We'd go BMXing, like in the you know the whole neighborhood. We'd have our little areas that we'd ride to. Um, you know, we'd hang out in the alley. Like it was like alley culture, man. Yeah. Like there were so many kids in the neighborhood, <laughs> dude. There was like dozens. And yeah. all, if you wanted something to do, you just peek your head out. 
<laughs> who's in the alley. And then you'd hoop it up or you'd play like stick ball uh, or strike out is what we called it. Yeah. And uh, do you know what that is? Strike ball? Strike out. Stri- so what, what is it's it? Like, like stick ball. Stri- yeah, no, strike out is like it's a pitcher and an outfielder and you're up against the wall and you like spray paint an X. Okay. It, okay. And that's the strike zone. And then the goal is to hit a home run. I, I, right? pl- I but you get stick ball, but stick ball is the same. Yeah. Like we did that too. But yep. when we found a wall, because like you only got like two pitches, okay, or two strikes with strikeout. I mean, so we I don't know change the rules and stuff, but we horsed around. Uh, you know, basically, you kind of learn things on the streets real quick. Oh, for sure. You know, you know who was cool. You know who wasn't cool. You know who was <laughs> doing what, and uh, you know, you, you know, you just with that many people in the neighborhood, man. There was all kinds of walks of life. And what, so it was um, fun. What ways you stood out amongst all these people? Uh, well, that's a good question. Mostly after a while, like some of my friends, I like there's a few that I still talk to occasionally. They're actually pretty cool. They turn out great. Some of them were knuckleheads, man. They just, you know, they mm-hmm. ran in the wrong crowd. They were doing the wrong things, smoking the wrong shit. Yeah. You know, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that, dude. You know? And then like, it was the music thing for me. Like that was like, they weren't listening to the same music I was. I was a little bit more curious. Yeah. You know, about the world and just more than like what's going on in the block. And that's where it started, man. Yeah. It started that way. Yeah. It was like, uh, you know, that's kind of was the inspiration. Cause like when you, the creative process has always been like, what do you listen to when you make shit or do stuff? And so it was always like fucking Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin or, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And so that was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden it changed, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm more interested in that. And like, what's, what's going on over here? You know? Yeah. And then that was like, you know, exploration was like, well, let me just go out of the neighborhood school. And that's when I went to tech. Okay. You know, because it was like on the south side, you know, and it was like, well, what's going on over here? And then you kind of find out, oh, shit, this is the south side. It's already got its south side-ness to it. It's the realness. (laughs) What what age did you take a liking in doing threads? Threads? I'd say I used to do uh, merch for bands in the 90s. Wow. And so we would like do t-shirts for them. And, uh, I mean, I was like, you know, I was that kid who had the Hugo boss sweater when I was a kid (laughs) and it's like, I had to have that cool sweatshirt that no one had. And so I was always that dude who wanted to make something or wear something that's no one had. Yeah. And so I always liked it that way because this stuff is in this world, it's kind of like an expression, whatever you're wearing, you're saying something about where you're from or who you are. And so instead of having these like long ass conversations with people you don't want to talk to, yeah, uh, you can just be like, this, "Now you know who I am." Now you know who I am, right? And so that's kind of how that started. Yeah, and so it kind of maintained it. And then it was always like, you know, you wanted, you know, it, when it was doing the band stuff. So we, I did stuff for like uh, Citizen King and like Paul Sebar and like Willie Porter and all these like Milwaukee bands. Mm-hmm. And so the idea was like, if they were to travel on the road and you wore something cool for them, you wore something cool for them. And you're like, oh, that dude looks cool. He's from Milwaukee. It's not just beer and cheese. Yeah. yeah of course it's not just beer and cheese. Not at all. Right. And so um, that was the goal, you know, how many people do you know wear like a New York Yankees hat and think they represent New York and they got nothing to do with New York. That is very true. Right. So it's like, now it's like, if you want to wear a 414 hat and you're out somewhere, then you can be like, oh, that's where you're from. And you could look just as cool eventually or hopefully as someone who's got one of those. Yeah. Like that's what I, you know, that's the goal. You know, I mean, how many, and it people, works. It how works. many people wear yeah. Packer shit? Yeah. Right. And you see him in an airport or you see him in another city. Yeah. And it's always that like dumb looking Packers guy, <laughs> you know, and you're like, we don't all look like you, man. Like you I was know. out the other day and um, yeah, man, had somebody, I, I'm wearing one of the threads and someone comes up, hey, I like your sweater. See, there and you it's go. Like, that, Starts that's, there. that's what it is. It's it's a, conversa- a conversation Station starter. starter. Exactly. That's it. And, and I mean, the quality that you put into these, because I, I mean, I, I love the sweaters, bro. They're Good. so damn yeah, cozy. Dude. It's like, uh, they're <laughs> you in. You want to live in them. They're in, they're in rotation. They're in rotation. <laughs> Shout be. out to Hectic. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Um, All the days that end in Y. What uh, draws your your love and passion for um, designing? I don't know. I just love doing it. Like like I said, man, when I was younger, I, that's just what I wanted to do. Because I thought it was easy to communicate that way. Yeah. You know, and so for me, like, um, you know, I always thought that was the trick. Was, you know, how to say something to somebody without 
doing not necessarily doing it because like I wear a lot of stupid stuff too, right? But it was like once you kind of like discovered what it is that you liked, you got into like wearing your band shirts and stuff. Yeah. And then it was an easy way to, you know, identify like the crowd you wanted to hang out with. Okay. You know? And that's what it was, right? Because it's like, you know, when you grow up, you're kind of like, damn, this is kind of like the same old Milwaukee story, right? It's always, you know, go Packers and, and, uh, you know, you just kind of dedicate, you're kind of like blindly following what like the narrative is. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, not everyone is like that, you know, yeah. like a lot of people have like more interesting horizons. You get to meet more people, you know, you get to talk to and make new friends. And that was the goal. Like my first friend that I met was like, uh, I didn't, <laughs> didn't walked up to dude's door and his birthday is actually January 18th. Oh, not there. 16th, yeah. baby. Well, he, and so I knocked on his door and I was like, hey, dude, you're cool. You want to be friends? <laughs> that's my first friend. Yeah. And so it worked, man. And I, and that's kind of what it was. And, you know, we just kind of did everything like, you know, all of us in the, we had our crew. Yeah. You know, that we all ran with. There was like four or five of us. And then the older brothers would show up. And then like the extended families would show up. And then anytime you wanted to play football in the alley, you could. Yeah. There you, you know, go. anytime you wanted to hoop it up, you could. Because all you had to do is like just look outside. And some of the kids actually got really good at hooping, man. Like one kid went to Green Bay and he was like really good. Oh, wow. And like we thought we were good, you know, uh, street balling and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden this dude is like, fuck, he's getting us. You know, he's playing D1 basketball. Yep. And you're like, that's the difference between, like, you think you're good and real good. And then that dude wasn't even real good. He was just good. He was just, it, it was flawless. Yeah, for him, it was like yeah. nothing. And we were just like, damn, he's so fucking good. We were all jealous, man, of this kid, you yeah. know. And we were, and so that's kind of, you know, we would do that on the hobby. But then, you know, other dudes would do, like, technical stuff. They, you know, uh, and I was like, I like the arts, man. I just like ma making shit. Yeah. And so that's where that was. And that's so it's kind of I've maintained that all the time. I'm super interested in like creating things or being inspired by things that it, I don't know. I just see things differently. Like I have like an outsider's perspective of stuff. So you're the creator and founder of 414 of this brand. Yeah, yes. I mean that's what it is. It's not a new idea. What what like you know? But what like what, area code thing is not yeah. a new idea. But the you know what, the house saying? address thing, the tiles that everyone mm -hmm. has in the city. I'm surprised no one ever put it together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so it's like if we're going to rep this the right way, mm -hmm. we're going to do it the right way. You know, yeah. any knucklehead can just be like, oh, 414 on something. And I'm like, well, dude, show me what you got. Show me you have some skill. Yeah. You know, and so because it's not like this is all I do. I've been doing this for a long time. Well, what inspired this brand? Getting, shoveling, this, dude. This, like shoveling, dude. Getting cracked in the head saying, I hate winter. <laughs> and then I looked up and I looked at that address and I was like, damn, dude, like, I guess this is where I live, you know? And it's like, well... I'm not going to have winter own me. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, well, and then it was just like, you know how you get like clocked upside the head and yeah. you're like, all of a sudden you have this like real clear idea of what you want to do. For sure. And that's what it was. So that was like 11, 11 years ago. Oh, so that's when it was founded. That's when the 414 was founded. Yeah. But before that I did this and I still do it, this brand called too much metal, which is the music inspired yep. stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that started with the sticker and, um, it kind of led to that. You know, yeah. and so because like this, this, the too much metal stuff I took around the world, like Coachella invited me there. Lollapalooza invited me to do their thing. So like oh, rolling wow. everything up in a van and, you know, selling at these things was, you know, holy shit. You know, like you want me here? That's cool. Damn. And so, yeah, I mean, that thing is everywhere. Like it's in movies now, you know, like shitty hippie bands do it. Yeah. You know, but, it, you know, it's... Like, cool things can, like, it was weird because a friend of mine who was traveling with a band worldwide heard about it in Australia of all places. <laughs> and then when he found out, he's like, I saw this sticker in Australia. And it's like, everyone had it on all their road cases and the bands were all into it. And then he found out that I did it. And there's a guy that I knew who was from here, from Milwaukee. Yeah. And he was hired as a session drummer wow. uh, for this touring band, right? It's, you know, I'm not going to get into the names, but... Um, you know, they're, you know, they're bands that everybody knows. They're like household brand names. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so he was like, I had no idea that this started here because he hadn't been living here for a while. Yeah. And he's like, I hadn't. So that was like the aha moment where it's like, yeah, when we travel, Milwaukeeans are actually really cool. Most yeah. people don't know about that because like they have this idea of what Laverne and Shirley is or, you know, like the Bronzy, which they're all cool in a real fictional world, but we're living in a real world. Yeah, I'm, I've always looked at this city like we just have our own. We we have our own uniqueness. Like yeah. it's it's like our culture is. It really is different. I've traveled 
to Florida. I've traveled New York, yeah. uh, especially in New York. Yeah. You know, like that's where I was born. I tried living there. Yeah. Didn't work out. They had to come home. Isn't you that know? weird? But, you know, when you look at we're, we're, we're how do I say this? The Midwest is of very slow, but very upbeat. Yeah, uh, it is faster now because of technology. Yes, I think, and I would agree it's still slow. Mm-hmm. We don't adopt things quickly. I think that's changing now. Yeah, um, more than it ever has. And so, if you, I think what we really gravitate towards in the Midwest is we get sold bullshit all the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, because they, they they just think, oh, gee, this is the guy from South Milwaukee. Well, you know, he likes the crusher and wrestling and all that kind of things. Yeah. And you kind of go, well, yeah, man. Um, and then you, you're going to sell him some shit you don't need. You yeah, know? for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And then so we're just kind of skeptical. And when we see somebody do some real shit, yep. something that's authentic, like some, mm-hmm. and then we go, that's what we like. And then we come, then we get really loyal with that. Yeah. And then it's like, that's my jam. Don't fuck with my jam. That's yep. mine. That's it. You know, and then we do that. In the, but I think the interesting thing is it wasn't, when I started, when I came up, it wasn't really encouraged. Like mm-hmm. all my friends left to go do super creative things in big cities and uh, they've become really successful at it. And I was like, well, dude, like we, not that I didn't want to do that or have those aspirations. It was that realness that you were talking about that yeah. in the Midwest doesn't exist in an LA or a Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Or maybe it's Chicago, but definitely not LA and definitely not New, New York. York. The, you know? And so it's like, look, we have the best water source on the damn planet, dude. You're mm-hmm. all going to come back here anyway <laughs> once your fucking cities are flooded and the rats take over. Yeah. You know where you're coming right here. And guess what? You ain't pulling that shit. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen, dude. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you know. So uh, Fred coming out the chest right now, right buddy. Now, dude. Why do you think Chicago is in Milwaukee every weekend, dude? Like yeah. all I see in the neighborhood here are Chicago plates, and I'm going, man. I guess you like getting away, don't you? You love it. This yeah. is the getaway. This is the getaway, and so we're on that, you know, that tipping point of like a, a creative culture that didn't exist really 20 years ago. Yeah. Now you've got a food scene. The culture bus rolls up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, you know, the bagel people, you've got the coffee people, you got the music, you got the band, you got the local club, yeah. you got the, everyone's making a t-shirt brand, everyone's got a streetwear brand, Yeah. you know, and it's like, all right, dude, that's cool. We have those things. Uh, you got your ass laughed at hard. For sure. 20 years ago, man. People would be like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Good real job. Yeah. You know, go work in somebody's factory. Well, you know, um... You know, Which is nothing wrong with that, you wrong. know? I mean, because, dude, that shit makes the world go round. You don't take that for granted because it's like real world shit, right? Yeah. But for us, you know, L.A. wasn't an option, yeah. you know, because you didn't like it there. You didn't feel at home. You know? Well, now that, you know, back, back to your designs, um, you know, you have this authentic authenticity to you. And um, with that, it's what are your favorite material and color tones to... To, uh, I don't know. That's a good together. question. You know, I mean, sometimes I like putting the shit that doesn't go well together can, together. Can I just say, you throw me off. <laughs> Why? With, you, no, no. It's it's in a good way. Okay. You know, with these designs, they they, it's like, what's next? Yeah. They're, oh, well, what, what's, thanks, man. What's next? You know what I mean? And it, it, I, I love all the designs. <laughs> How you, you know, you mesh with the admirals or yeah. mesh with the, yeah. the bucks or even yeah. the brewers, you know, it's, yeah. it's. But a lot of it's inspired because it's the alternative to like whatever, like I said, it's for like an earlier, like it's from an outsider's, you know, um, perspective. It's like, I don't want to wear like the team Jersey. I don't yeah. identify with the game of baseball like that or the game of basketball like that. Right. Well, but I like the sport and I, yeah. and I, and I like it, but it's like, I'm, I'm not the dude to wear like that. Definitely. You know, I got to be the dude who wears that inspiration from stuff. So luckily in the past, you know, uh, like the Bucks recognized that and partnered with them, and then Harley recognized that, and I partnered with them. And the Admirals do that. You, you've made your brand. You've you've meshed with and collaborated. Yeah. What do, What do you wish you saw more of in um, in, in trends? In what in kind fashion of trends? trends, like um, in, it's it's design. happening right now, dude. I think there's this boldness that's happening. Yeah. Um. There's this. Uh. It's people are realizing that what they're expressing can be exactly who they are. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, the things that, like the narrative that's like, because like my niche was the alternative to the, like the the mainstream thing. Yeah. So I riffed and jived off of that, right? Uh, and traded off of that. So we go back and forth. These kids don't even need those 
uh, hurdles, if you yeah. will. They just like, I'm into butterflies or I'm into whatever they're into and they fucking do it and they do it well. Yeah. And I'm like, good. Cause now you don't have to, you know, uh, cause like I do, I, I do my thing too. Like that's just not always that. But the thing is, is that there is a place now that didn't exist before where you could introduce that creativity yeah. that didn't have to, uh, you know, trade off of the other things I've been that are really staples in the city. I've, I've been saying like for some time now, um, I feel like Milwaukee is in this, this type of bubble. Yeah. That is getting ready to yeah. to pop. Absolutely it is. And I, I say um with the most confidence, be on top of your shit when that bubble pops. <laughs> I agree, man. Right. Be on it, man. Right. Cause like you might just you might get hurt. Yeah. You might get hurt if you're not prepared. Yeah. You know, what's the old line? Uh luck is <laughs> luck is being ready. Yeah. So you're only lucky if you've been preparing. If there's one thing that I'm doing your thing. Yeah. Cause it, like, you know, like this is what I like about you is you go all in. You're like, yeah. okay, I started out maybe not knowing how to do this, but mm-hmm. you had a vision. And yeah. that you like you're improving the vision. Yeah. You've got a new setup, you got a new rig, you yeah. got all this equipment, you're putting it back into the thing that you love. Mm-hmm. That's you when you know. That's I, exactly when you know you love what you're doing. I appreciate it. Because a lot you of cats take the money that. and they run. Yeah. And you don't see them from them again and they end up being drunks in a bar somewhere, which is the easy way out. Yeah. Like you're at the top of the middle. Good for you, man. Yeah. Like, but no one remembers the top of the middle, dude. Like, <laughs> so, I feel, uh, you know, that's that's the thing yeah. that I like about you is like yeah. you want this, you've got this vision. We talked before yeah. about this, this where is, you want to take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is anyone can be creative, man. For you sure. Know, um, at any time, it, it, the whole creative thing is not just, you know, you're that all the time. Everyone is. Yeah. Their antennas maybe aren't always up, and yep. they're maybe not always tuned in, mm-hmm. right? And so when you when you do that, and that's what you do, then you just tap into that, and you do it, right? Yep. And so for anyone that says, you know, don't follow those dreams or don't do the thing that you love is probably speaking from a place of, like, resentment or they couldn't do it i totally agree well that's you know? that's what draws draws i'm not me saying couldn't you. yeah like but things happen in their life i i think that's you know? what drew, they can't do it because yeah. they literally can't that's what drew the connection me to you and like you know wearing your brand is, isn't just you know I, we have a connection and that's it's it's great i got the utmost love for you thanks dude but wearing your clothing in these interviews to 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 back me up on that, it just it that's just a good to, way of putting it. You know what? I to, never really thought about yeah, it like that. To have confidence in me and believe in what I'm doing. I'm literally on your back. You, you, yeah, I literally you got you, your back. <laughs> you got my back. Yeah, there you go. And and with that, it's like the appreciation is there. Absolutely. And that's why I was excited about this interview. I'm like, finally, you know, you, yeah. The people. I know we had to postpone it. it for a minute. Yeah, but, shit went down. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, just things scheduling and stuff oh, like I that. It, it wasn't like drama. It was oh. just like scheduling and stuff. But uh, for me coming up, yeah. you know, our, it's it's weird. Like our crew was like super competitive with each other. So sometimes we'd like sabotage each other for dumb reasons, you know. Me yeah. probably because reacting to that and probably overreacting. But we didn't like always, you know, like the things that I wanted to do were always met with like, I got to do this myself. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of like, you know, the, like the homies show up and support your ass. It was always like in service to somebody else. Yep. And it's like, I, that's changed now. And that's what I like about it. It's like, you know, if you see somebody doing the work and they're doing it right, then you yeah. got to get on board and you got to take care of them. You know, because that's what we do really well here in Milwaukee is we get really ambivalent. We like to say, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, then that's telling me that, okay, you don't care because A, you're not interested or you know, uh, all the, uh, you know, all the letters in the alphabet for excuses for you not to support somebody. Yeah. And, you know, the, the craziest thing through these interviews that I do, you do see that there yeah. is a wall up. There yeah. is a wall right yeah. now where, where there are people who feel yeah. a certain way, t- type yeah. of way towards yeah. me. I know. And all I've ever done was, you know yeah. what, I'm going to. So, go, you know what that feels yeah. like. Oh, and, I, and, definitely. And, the, and that's why you got to work 10 times harder because you don't want to feel that shit again. Never, you got to maintain yeah. what you've worked for because. That shit can go away. Yep. And you don't want it to go away. The thing I've I've focused and learned it, more than ever is consistency. Yeah. In this in this past year. Yeah, man. In less than a year. That's I, right. It's it's literally I read about it for a whole year and then I finally put it down. And and it's been going and it's been building. Yeah. And it's been building. And I'm appreciative of it. Um, but you know what Milwaukee, it has several, several type of styles, you know. 
Yeah, um, what, I think so. What's a trend you absolutely dislike? Dude, <laughs> 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 no! that's a yeah. Man, now you got what you want me to like play my cards? Man, yeah, you calling me, dude? Like we don't even have cards on the table, man. Yeah. Uh, the trend that uh, I mean, I, I got to say, I don't really, I, I the, like the neat. Like I don't like neat. Yep. Like if you're tucking your sweater in. Or like you're, you look like some like preppy motherfucker from like you know wearing a North Face jacket. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of look at that and I go, dude, like, like, do you only eat meat and potatoes? <laughs> like, like green you, peas. Yeah, you have no imagination, dude. Like, you can't fucking like. There's a world of fucking all around you, and you and you, this is what you like. The boring is what you think you're cool in. Yeah, you know, I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that. So that it, that I I just don't like because that's kind of like. You're you're settling in a weird way. And yeah. For most people, they don't give a shit about it, right? It's like I just go with like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm cool with it. But I'm also saying I know something about you. It's kind of like when you see a firefighter, right? You, when they wear a fire their yep. uniform, you know what they're all about, yeah. right? You see like a dude who, you know, fucking in the military, he's got a you know, he looks like a tank commander, right? Yeah. You know what that's all about, right? Uh, right. And so that's you know, you see somebody wearing something, you know. Uh, like sport related, and then you kind of go, oh, well, they're into sports, you yeah. know. And so that's kind of what it is. I see something like that, and I just go, dude, are you gonna like mass murder somebody? Like that's what I see. <laughs> like I kind of get worried about that. Like yeah. the really like neatly put together, like you know, uh, perfect untucked shirt, you know, yeah. with like some sort of like spiffy mm-hmm. wooden soled shoes, yeah, you know, and some like jeans with a crease in them. You know what I mean? It's like you <laughs> said, the khaki shorts, the yeah, the, exactly. What the cargo are, pocket shorts, yep. you know, and like, dude, I used to the shoes with no socks. <laughs> dude, I wear shoes with no socks all the time. No, I do too, yeah. but I'm but I'm, only leather ones because if you wear real leather, I'm talking to skippers. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to skippers, bro. Yeah. So as a kid, dude, like, yeah, the the, the boat shoes. I yeah, the, I hate the fucking boat shoes. Dude. Well, it's kind of like, unless you like have a boat, yeah. don't fucking wear them. Don't wear them, you know? Because like, dude, that ain't like. You want to hear some? Wore them all last summer. <laughs> I found them at a thrift store. They were American Eagle, and Dude, I was like, you know what? I, I want to see. These. I want to see a photo with your skinny ass chicken legs in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, you got them on in the commercial. I'm wearing them. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just thought about that right now. Dude, next thing you know, you're gonna be pulling a Carlton on me, man. Uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. So that I mean that. Uh, but for the, I'm not passing judgment. I just look at it and I kind of go, you know, I mean, the the thing in my world is I'm telling you a little bit about myself with the stuff that I do. And I hope to make that connection yeah. with somebody. And so like, it's, it's a, the highest form of respect, respect in this world is somebody actually with their hard earned money mm-hmm. buying something yeah. from you, you know, cause everyone, you know, they're so used to this Amazon world of like, I can get stuff in a day and mm-hmm. they expect that type of service from everybody. And they expect all this stuff. And it's like, you realize they're a my billion cousin, dollar Eric- company and they can afford like mistakes. Yeah. If you're doing this solely independently and you finance yourself entirely for the last, like me, 23 years doing this, yeah, uh, you need to be paying my ass more. My cousin Eric always talks about instant gratification. Yeah. That's that's legitimately right. what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. I, I bought merchandise here. I'm going to buy something before I go out. You <laughs> you're going to buy shit. No, dude. you keep on trying to. No, I'm going to buy something because. It's that's, my way of giving yeah. back, man. Like I said, I, I, I literally got you. your back. Yeah, you do. <laughs> So what's a normal day like in the office? That's that's a in good the office. I don't know if it's an office. This is like a, a, a like a play romper room. More, Dude, more I loved it. I what you've done with this whole man. It feels I, good, I right? look around and it's, you talk about man cave. Yeah, this is definitely it is my the man, man cave. cave. This is definitely whatever's on my mind is on the wall here somewhere. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, that that's that's good. Yeah, that's for sure. So it's weird because uh, I like I like being on the street. I. Like streetwear culture, like that's my jam. Like that's yeah. what I grew up on. That's what I understand. So I love the summertime and being mm-hmm. uh, like doing street festivals and talking to people and seeing what's going on in their world, okay. you know, because that's interesting. So for me is I collect and like the antennas go up when I'm like talking to people. Yeah. Like, that's where oh, my jam sure. comes from, right? And then just finding out what they're into, you know, and then that like I'll take a note, you know, and I'll be like, Oh shit! I'm gonna and then I and then I t- collect notes all summer long. My next, and they're not they're not like designs. Some mm-hmm. of them are. I mean, yeah. sketches. Some of them are sketches. Some of them are words that lead into this. And then I already have the visual. Like I see it. Yeah. And then I'll like I'll fuck with it. But I don't do that until the winter. 
like January, February, March is yeah. when I put all this shit together. And then I got to go make it. Oh, wow. You know, so it's like the joke is the running joke that I have is like, I'm like more an introvert than I am an extrovert. And so like the stuff that I process, I got to go out and then I got to perform for yeah. it in a weird way, you know, like, and, and that's kind of what it is. And so, and the, the goal has always been, you know, to uh, express that in a way that, you know, you can say Milwaukee without having to say Milwaukee. For sure. Like, you know how they say, how can you say something? How can you, how can you like show me a picture or whatever it is that says you're from here by not saying you're from here? Yeah. And then nine times out of 10, somebody will say beer or they'll say a cheese or they'll say the mm -hmm. brewers or the or Packers. Farms. Or farms. Right. Right. And it's like- In New you, York, that's what they- do. That's what they think, right? <laughs> it's like, do you, you know, uh, you, you only have white people there. And it's like, uh, no, yep. not really, dude. Not where I grew up. It wasn't like that. We're a bit so, melting pot too, you know? We're getting a, a baby one. We're like a kettle. They may be a fucking furnace, but, um, and so that is what it's like. It's, you know, uh, like literally you're sitting at a desk with, if you look down- all you'll yeah. see is just like pages and pages of fucking sketch ideas. Yeah. And they're, they're doodles and then they get fleshed out. And then I should organize them, but I never do. Okay. I get rid of them. Like I don't get, I like the inspiration of like the ideation, like of putting it mm -hmm. down to turning into something. How would you do? I just throw it away. Style? I don't know. I mean, my styles are basically uh, three markers, a thin, a thick, and a middle Sharpie. Okay. And so that's where all like all like the line drawing stuff is yeah. like, done with like the pen that you're using right now, like the Sharpie thin pen, you know? And so like the, Holy so all that stuff. That's, <laughs> and then what I do is I, I'll digitize them. I'll do it all in black and white. And then I'll put the color in on the computer. You mean to tell me you draw these and then yeah. it goes into a, a most of the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean the city skylines. Yeah, for sure. Like the, yeah, the skylines, it's even on the brim of your hat. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that started, started as a wire thing. And then it's like, well, how do I turn wire into a silhouette to make a pattern out of it? Yeah. And then, then it turned into like the soccer jerseys where it's a full sublimation. Yeah. It's like the entire thing all the way around. So uh, some baseball jerseys are going to be dropping on Milwaukee Day, hopefully. Oh, definitely. Um, that are going to feature that like high quality, like embroidered fucking good shit. Yeah. Like talking like baller. Like you wear this. Oh, I believe you. It's going to look like the shit. And I'll so, tell you the black, the black, uh, the, the sweater that I got that has it's this. Yeah, it's that. It's this. It's like the flag the on your form. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that right there, that one. Yeah. I, I, man, when I flip up that hoodie yeah. and the way yeah. it absorbs my ear, and yeah. especially on a cold. Blocks out that wind. Man! I know, oh dude. Oh, my God. Because that's reality here, right? Man, it, it honestly, that's, that's what I love most about. It, it's like me with this. I care about the quality. Because quality is going to say everything about who you are. That's right. And when I wear your clothes, that's what I feel. There you go. I feel, yeah, you can do prints and put these on shirts. Yep. But how does that shirt feel when that's you right. put it on? Right, exactly. And then that's what I want. Because then the, the crazy thing is, is it becomes you. Becomes who you are. And then what you're inspired to do with it. Yeah. Whatever it is that you do. You know, because like, you know, when you're, when you're a a kid, you always have that peer pressure of like conforming. Yeah. Like your friends are like, uh, you know, don't do that. That's stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so the idea is like, you almost wear it as like an armor for me in the beginning. It was like defiance. Okay. It's like, I'm wearing this shit. Cause I don't want to be dumb and wear, you know, I don't want to be like associated with that type of people, you know? Yep. And so it, you know, it becomes like a, an armor thing. Like it, and a lot of people, I mean, you see shirts all the time with like their message on them. Mm -hmm. Some are super political. Some aren't. Yeah. You know, but you get the idea who the Jesus rocker is. You you know who like the hate monger is. You know who like the cool fashion kid is. Yeah, for sure. Or you know who like the real like arty person. Is. But that's what you know by what they're wearing, and that's easier to do now than it's ever been before. You know, I I I, I, but I think there's like yeah. a defense thing with that. You know, and like a defense and an offense, because then it turns mm -hmm. into the icebreaker. Yep. You know, and then <laughs> it's like, oh shit, now we're buddies. I didn't know. I it's the the even the way I looked at it. Um, and, and telling how I feel when I wear your clothing. What's the impact you hope to leave through through what you create? Basically a system where it, that's a good question. To the cats who want to do this and do it the right way, I just want them to do it easier than I did. Yeah. I want them to do it a lot easier than the way I had to do it, you know? And when you don't have a roadmap or any sort of direction, you kind of, you know, you're, you come across as arrogant. You know, okay. you, you kind of come off as defensive, right? Because mm -hmm. like you've been told no all the fucking time. Like you shouldn't do this. And, and then, you know, people who don't really get it, they just they just don't, you know, they 
it, it gets to that point where once you find that voice, go for it. And then the reality is turning it into a business. Like I needed something to do. Like I was like, what am I going to do for a living? Yeah. So then what I learned was that, oh, I'm kind of okay at this. I'm pretty good at this. Like I can communicate. Yeah. So then I turned what I love to do into a job. And then I turned that job into a business. Yeah. And so that's really the definition of loving what you do. Loving what you do. Right? Because then, yeah, because yeah, if you don't, fucking go do something else. Go. Well, shout out to uh, Bacardi Sensei of Geek Set because right now he he's a designer too. Yeah. Um, and um, their their episode is about to drop next week. Okay. But um, it, that's his his hashtag. That's his. What's, what is it? Love what you do. Yeah. You and, have and, to. If you don't, don't do it. Don't start. Well, I hashtag it. It's not his. That's the, I hashtag that, right. it all the time, yeah. but it's it's more of a respect to him because sure. I love the way he, he put that. It's just yeah. like love what you do. You have to. Like if you yeah. don't, because if you don't have that, how are you going to, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Yep. I get it. Life is different. I mean, dude, I used to squat, dude, across the street from the YMCA downtown in a building that is now like a Hilton. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we lived there for two years, like had an office that we paid rent for, but we, it was kind of an abandoned warehouse. Okay. And so we kind of threw parties there and we lived there and then there really wasn't a shower. So you had to go across the street and like get a gym membership if you yep. wanted to like clean your ass. Yeah. Right. You know, cause, I remember. <laughs> cause it's like, dude, you can't show to work. Like, I mean, you know, smelling like, you know, like onions or whatever. So, you know, all these things like, you know, what you have to do to like force these habits is kind of what life gives you. And you're, you kind of have to play those cards. And, uh, yeah, man, that's kind of, that's, that's the love. That's the dedication of doing it. I mean, my ass was broke for years, dude. Like broke, 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 broke. Yeah. Like, dude, I went to Vegas at a trade show once and literally had no money to load in my fucking equipment. Cause it's a union hall in Vegas. Oh wow. And I didn't have money to pay the union hands to unload my van. So I had these counters that we're like speaking on right now. Yeah. I disassembled them and turned them into like carts, like, you know, the Home Depot type carts. Yep. And everything I had in there, they said, if you can push it through the front door, you can bring it in. If you can't push it through the front door, you got to get the fuck out. Wow. And so I literally in the middle of the desert was like putting my display booth at this trade show up with just these carts. Yeah. And so, you know, and like, you know, you're in there with like heavy hitters, you know, and then the, uh, this is 2008. And so it's the blood, sweat and tears. And then the market crashed. Right. And like, yep. no one was buying anything. Everyone's like, sky is falling. You know, like no one wanted my shit. You know, like, yeah. what the fuck am I going to do? You know, I have no money. And the last day of the trade show, someone had wrote a big order, saved my ass. Yeah. You know, and sometimes when you like give up, cause you think like it's fucking like you and can't give anymore. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now, dude, as much as like I'm not into like it's know, it's pushing through the plateau. You get to I have I have get, a lot of if you work that hard, yeah. you get a little luck. Yeah. Well, I, I I feel when you're doing what you love and this is what you're you're meant to be doing, right, the pieces fall in place. It takes a minute for you to realize mm -hmm. that what you are meant to do. Yep. Right? Because a lot of people start off a career path. And like, oh, this is not what I really love doing. Like, you know somebody who doesn't, when they go to work and all they want to do is get home and do the thing that they love, that's what they mm -hmm. should be doing. I literally, the first interview I did um, with Danielle Singali of Folia. What's that? The first episode. It's a, Dude, you sound like a, it's a hand lotion company right there. Yeah, you want to hear something else? You want to hear something else? I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's good. No, but good. Um, no, I was I was complimenting yeah, you I know. on I your know. radio voice. Oh, for sure, I appreciate it. But um, back back to what you were saying, I knew in that first interview, I'm in a sunroom and we're mid conversation. I'm looking past outside, and in my head, I'm like, I can do this for the rest of my life. Right, you realized it. I, I like that. Yep. Bam, and and, and, you, and you that stop. was going off of what you were saying. It's it's. Yeah. And, and and since then it's just been pushing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I feel like when you're when you're on your path and you are grinding, it just if it, it, it falls together. Yeah, it does. Maybe not overnight. Sometimes it takes a long time, man. A friend of mine used to say, "Oh, dude, you're gonna be a a 15 year overnight success," and yeah. that's kind of what it is because everyone doesn't know most people because they have their own lives to lead, man. You know, yeah. They don't really know the nuts and the bolts of you know 
making sure, you know, things get into production the right way, where the idea comes from, getting it from point A to point B, right? Yeah. And so all of a sudden they see it happen and you're hot, right? And yep. then like they just go, oh, look at that overnight success guy. And you're like, do you realize that this there shit's was, been going yep. on uh, for years? There's and a, there's, I'm glad that you caught up and I'm glad you finally tuned in. But guess what? Now that you're tuned in, I ain't shutting the fuck up. <laughs> so, you know, and because, you know, I mean, I'm lucky, dude. Like, you know, I'm lucky. I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, for whatever reason, man, like, I feel like you're, you're because not, of Milwaukee, uh, like, I couldn't do this. Yeah. I couldn't have done this any other place. You know, because it was the right time at the right yeah. place with the right ideas, with the right conviction, with the right, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I need to create a job for myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like, well, why isn't someone doing this the same way? You know, and it just ha I happen to be that guy. And so for all the people that have, you know, uh, bought stuff for me and like I've hung out with and we got hammered together and, and you know, shared stories and like those are the people I thank. Like, yeah. because like without them, like I can't do this because they could easily go elsewhere to do other things and, and, and support other people. And the fact that they stick around is like, that's, that's that Milwaukee love. And so respect to that. That's why Milwaukee is unique. I, other I, big cities yeah. have that. We just don't realize that yet either. It's like, you can be proud about that mm -hmm. and it's okay. Well, that's what I see in you. That's what I see in your brand. It's, it's that love, passion. It's, and, and I'll say it again, authenticity. It, there's there's no other brand out of this city that I see has gone. I mean, I look around. I, I could look around this room and just there's so many different type of styles, designs, yeah. you know, and that that's accomplishment in itself. What type of designers, like, have you? Would you say stand out for you as the stuff that I like, the stuff that yeah. inspires me? Yeah. Is, it's it's kind of weird because it's not generally. Like the brands that I grew up when, with were, you know, Adidas, Nike, Puma. And then that turned yeah. into, uh, like for a while I worked with Puma. We did some stuff together. We brought them in as like a brand for this place that I used to work at called Starship. And, you know, I was like, I really liked what they did. I almost got a job there. Like they, like they were like a day away from giving me an offer. Oh, and wow. then they're like, uh, you're not the right fit for what we need. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even think I was going to get this far. <laughs> So, and so that stuff, you know, and then like the, most of the stuff is like being on the street. I see other people like, like what they're wearing. And I imagine what they would look like in another city yeah. wearing a different, like if their circumstances were completely different, how would they travel in that city? Yeah. You know, how could I make them look fucking rad? That's, that's the goal. And so with streetwear, you know, like with sportswear is what those companies were that turned into like uh, some of the brands that I really liked uh, were like triple five soul. They did some really dope shit. Um, who else was really good? Paul Frank way back in the day. Like, I'm kind of dating myself. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you have this, which is interesting, because, like, all the high-end fashion wants to look like street now. Oh, for sure, man. You know, and I'm like, wow, so it's okay to, like, buy Ch a... Champion coming back. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. And you're, Bal you know, Balenciaga fucking, like, $3,000 yep. sweaters with holes in them that oh, look like... Oh, my God. Like, the bum that, like, you know, like, just shook you down for, like, you know, dope money. Yeah. Because, you know? like... Like third word is like shooters alley sometimes. It's it's crazy to me how and so that that high yeah. fashion shit is like, dude, that's be what we've been fucking wearing since we were kids, dude. Yep. You know, so I always wanted to make a tracksuit, and now I made a fucking tracksuit. Hey, you did. And so like, that shit is so fire, dude. Right? It's like if we you did can the wear photo three stripes, shoot. if you can wear three stripes, yeah. you can wear four one four down your sleeve. You put me on with that photo shoot. I know. Did bro. you look at all proper, dude? Like yeah. the people that stop and like admire that shit yeah. is fucking hilarious, dude. Because they're looking at it and they're going. Why does Milwaukee look like Italy? It's because, dude, we're literally on City Hall yeah. during sunset. And at that moment, that pose happened. Yeah. And like you got like Milwaukee looking like international. Can I just say? You're looking good. Standing up in front man, there, dude. It was looking Holding great, it down. but I was, I was scared as fuck the whole time. Dude, what? Because it was cold and you were afraid <laughs> of It heights. was cold and the height. Like yeah. just I, I, I had to work myself to get to the ledge and like look, but... You know, I got one photo of you where you were like, like laughing, and that's yeah. like the, my favorite. That's the best one. I, I that day was it was cold, but it was so much fun, and to see the city that way, yeah, from that view, I know, right, on top of City Hall, mind you, yeah. people, we are on top of City Hall. Yeah. Fred got the the good old. Dude, see what I mean? There are good people <laughs> in the city, man. Like yeah. They, you know, as much as everybody wants to shit on Milwaukee, and I'm like, dude, if you weren't such an asshole and you were like nice to somebody and you wanted to be friends, yeah, you know, and I only learned that the hard way, you know, because I would put myself out there, hey, you want to be friends? And next thing you know, you're getting like some dudes, like your homies are fucking you over. 
right? And yeah. so like you, you learn how to like figure that out. But if you lead with that love, yeah, you know, then everything else follows. But if you lead like with being a prick or an asshole, uh, it's not going to work out for you, yeah. man. It ain't. You know, you got to have some humility. And so there's a lot of good people in, 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 mm. in this city. And, like, they came together to help us out, and we shined. Yeah. And so I got to thank out my homies over at City Hall who put that shit yeah. together, man. They did a it great was, job. It was beautiful. You what know? are ways you've uh, communi- uh, you've collaborated w- with the community through your, your work? Um, well, over the years, um, we did just recently um, – with with the community, we did a Hank Aaron shirt I did for them, um, which was basically Hank Aaron in the middle of like the fours. Oh, this! And so uh, the boys and girls club got all that money. Um, it was good. I mean, like sold out of it. I think I have like maybe one left that somebody didn't pick up, but I gave a bunch of money and, and all of that stuff with the boys and girls club uh, was with something that Hank Aaron was I'm about affiliated it. with it. <laughs> I don't have any left. I can't, you know. Oh, so. I thought you said one. I was about to be like, well, that's still yeah. that customer that hasn't shown up to pick his oh. or her shirt up. Well, so now they're still holding it. it for two yeah. years, right? Oh, wow. So that was, you know, that's the baseball that I remember uh, growing up mm-hmm. with, with those stories, you know, with the Robin Younts and then the Paul Molitors. Mm-hmm. And like, that's when baseball didn't become what the fuck it is now, you know? Yeah. So, um, but that's all with almost any pro sport. And when you're an athlete at that, I get it, dude. I know a lot of athletes and, pros at that level and it's a different world man like you know it's a different world and so but that excellence is no different than what you do or what anybody else should strive to do you know so um there was that one um what else was there there was we did this uh man because i've done a lot of them over the years i'm just trying to remember which ones there were there was that was the most recent one i've been doing this for a minute yeah uh, what else was there? Hang on, I, it's coming to me. And look, I gotta I look around. Look around. Look at the okay. inspiration. I don't know about that. I just gotta remember. Uh, there was that. Hang on. And there was, uh, we did something with the tour of Wisconsin's Dairyland. Uh, they put on bicycle racing. So we, I did a shirt for them. And so basically, what it is, it's uh, the one you're wearing right now. I mean, yeah. I'm fucking looking right at it, and I don't see it. That was during the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, all of so a lot of the street vendors that I know didn't have business for two years. Yeah. And like, you know, we were like, you know, the social justice thing was happening. The shit was on fire in 2020. And everyone is like, you know, if you want to help donate to somebody's cause. And I'm like, well, I'm going to donate to the cause of my homies Yeah, that, you know, happen to be black and brown, but we're out of work. And so we sold like over 400 shirts or something like that. On the back it says light has weight. Yeah. And that's it. So the idea was you got some fucking light. It's yeah. heavy. Why don't you share that and shine it on the world? Because like everybody who benefited from that, they're quality people. I was curious what, what, what they're the all on the street right me. now, yep. and you know who they are, and they know who they are, and they do great work, and people love them for what they do. But for two years, there yeah. was no business, and so we, you know, we generated some cash for them, and it's like, well, fuck, we all came together for that, and that was like a, you know, it was a crazy time. Hot, you know, people were hot. You know, they were they, you know, they were thinking like a fever pitch about all kinds of things. And yeah. I'm like, well, we all forgot about the people in our own community. Yeah. You know? And so that was, that was, that was the other one that was probably the most successful one. Yeah. So I don't know what's, what's 25 real quick. Times well, the one you were telling me before we started the interview with the war. Yeah. Oh, that one, that was, yeah, that was the last, the latest one. That was, um, no, that was actually the latest one. That was, uh, we did that with, that wasn't really the community here. That was more of an international International, cause. but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was for, like, the UNICEF kids, you know, yep. uh, because it got all political and nasty in the, with Russians and invading Ukraine and just being imperial fuckers, you know? It's yeah. like, what, like, we need another imperialist? Like, yeah. well, I know we're one, you know, yeah. in this country. We behave like it a lot. And so, yeah. you know, we've done some fucked up shit, no doubt about it, but I'm like, when, you know, as being a kid, like, I know what that feels like to have your entire world upended. And yeah. so uh, I was like, well, you know what? Let's let's do that and give them all the cash for it. So if I feel like it's a worthy thing, then I'll, I'll do it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it comes at, at the right time. You know, like the vote shirts were the same way. Uh, there's one right next to it. Um, so that was also another one where the, the, the proceeds went to like the Fair Elections Committee or something. I can't remember where I... I I might I might be wrong. I'm, I know I'm wrong. It's about been that. through there. You know, you you've collaborated with the community, and that just says so much because it's like, you know, I always say, how are you going to say you represent this city if you're not getting in the in the mud? Yeah, 
If you're not getting into mud, that's why I do the street festival. Hey, man. yeah, that's where yeah. I met you. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I met you. Really? Yep. Yeah. And you, you, uh, you never realized that. I mean, shout out to Hallie Schmeling of Educators Amplified because she put me. She she was the one who called me and says you you should really contact this guy. I remember her. She came into the shop. Yep, she came yeah. into the shop. Yeah, but she's I was a teacher. Right? I, I yep, she's a teacher. Yeah, and nice I, nice woman. And I told her I was like, yeah, I seen him at um, it was summer solstice. You no, were, I wasn't at summer solstice. No, this year. it was it Do was you, two years ago. That could be it. I think I was, was at the last one before the pandemic. Yeah, it was, that's yep. Well, that's what it was. Well, like. that's where I met and um. You know, I walked out to you and I had a card. I really? I don't remember card. that, man. Yeah. I, I don't remember that business, at all. You sure card. it was me? I'm I'm very sure it was you. You, you sure it was me? You sure it was I'm not dude. saying it was before the pandemic. It, I, it was, if it wasn't summer, were you at Brady? Yeah. So that's where it was. And yeah. it was this it was this past year. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So that that is literally, but I gave my spearhead because I had just... Got the Dude, business cards. You know, I think I remember that card, and I probably have it. If that's, you know what, I might remember. I do. I do remember that. Yeah. I thought you were full of shit. Yeah. Well, I do remember that. My, I totally remember that. Well, my wife bought those cards, and that was the first. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna use these cards, and bam. And then here it is. And I it remember is. that yep. now. Yeah, I totally remember that because yeah. I was looking at it. And I'm. I was looking at the design of the spear, and I'm like, that's a cool looking spear hat. Is what <laughs> yeah, I thought. Dude. But then I thought I was looking at it. I'm like. I mean, they still didn't get to do shit with it. Yeah. And then here you are. So I guess what? Who knew? I was wrong. It worked together. I was wrong, dude. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, this dude is going to fail. I was just like, he's got a lot of energy. He's, you know, yeah. who knows? Maybe it's going to happen or not. And it, then you've clearly demonstrated yeah. that you weren't fucking around. Hey, man. I, so, I love it. It's uh, you know, because I get a lot of that, dude. A yeah, lot of people I believe it. are going to tell me what they're going to do and they don't do anything. I believe it. And, I, the, and then I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I don't know. I was like, okay. And then I was thinking, I really like the logo of that. I really grew up not being about what I said. And I think that's now this point in my life, what so, I strive not to be. Okay. So do you think that hustle in that the voice that you used was from that old you? Yeah. Cause it kind of came across because I've heard that hustle before. Yeah. I, I'll never, I'll never that that's what motivates me and drives me right now. Okay. It's it's staying away from the person that I could say something, but there's no there's no weight behind it. There's no meaning. Well, that's what this is and, for. And this is what where I'm at now. Yeah. Everything I say, I'm gonna do. Yeah. And everything I do, you have done. I've done. Yeah. This yeah, is all and, I, I do. I'm witness to this. And, this and, is yeah. True. And it's like well, you're also finding your voice now, dude. Well, yeah. This. Well, it, and you're finding something out about yourself. It's and it also stems off of how you've like you 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 said the city is attributed to you throughout yeah. this whole interview. Yeah, it's people like you who believe in me. Yeah, that is giving me this power to basically capture the people no one thinks you can get in the room with. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. You can't, I'm like, right. I mean, if everybody who heard no the first time went away and never yeah. did what they did, we wouldn't have anything on this planet. Because yeah. you know we confer value. Like yeah. we bestow. Any sort of value, which I was thinking about this is going to be like the next shirt that I'm going to do somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like no one, there is no like royal version of what mm -hmm. like uh, like the best is or whatever. There's no like, th th it's like we as as like you and me and everyone who lives in this stuff, we say what's like what, like the value of stuff, yeah. you know? And so that's, that's the cool thing. We get to participate in that and we get to write a page. Turn, I just you know? man through through all these interviews, everyone is just you're just, we're just people. We are literally just people. I was watching an interview uh, <laughs> yesterday. I was uh, in a waiting room, and uh, Charles Barkley was on like a talk show, and he was talking to somebody. Asked him, "What the hell are you doing in the supermarket?" And he's like, "Well, I'm just like you, man. I'm buying some stuff. I'm hungry. <laughs> I need to eat." And I'm saying to myself, "Yeah, that's it. If you the people stop, you know." Uh, putting like the the shiny lens on stuff and yeah. like you know exalting like you know idol worship and all this whatever it is like and you just kind of go man they got the same you know maybe they're doing it better because they have a talent and they're making their talent great yeah but really when it comes down to it when it's all said and done we're all the same we all have the same desires passions emotions care mm -hmm. about mostly the same shit unless you're like really fucked up yeah but that's another story but uh, and then you realize that if you lead with that. You're yep. fine. You know, you just, mm -hmm. you know, you got to. And so that's what the, the shirts were all about for me. It was like, you can wear something that 
you know, uh, you you as a defense mechanism or defense like armor would make yeah, you yeah. feel good about yourself, but it also gave you the courage to go, you know, be proud and feel good about yourself and go do the things you want to do. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm from Milwaukee and it's not funny. That was the joke, right? Yep. And it's like, yeah, dude, now it's right. I'm from Milwaukee and we're rad. Yeah. You know, that's the difference now. And dude, everywhere I look now, everyone like, I mean, is is kind of going, yeah, man, I got Milwaukee pride, which is in a different way. Yeah. You know, and it's not the stereotypical way. And so like, uh, you know, my wish, I guess, is for like, you know, people to like, when they describe Milwaukee, describe it in new words, new colors, new feelings, new sensations, new smells. That's the goal. Because we already know what we did, right? We don't want to live what in the What do past. you feel your vision all together, all around, your vision for this brand? Uh, is basically, like I said earlier, man. Yeah. Uh, if you're like super whoever you are, famous on the planet, everybody knows who you are, I don't want to see them wearing a New York Yankees cap. Never. You know what's the funny part about you saying that? Yeah, I was born in the South Bronx. I know it's funny, and and I'm looking at your hat right now, and you you made me wear headphones that I don't want to wear, and I want to make you wear a hat that you don't want to wear. So this is the shit coming full circle, my friend. Well, I'm gonna. So, Mister New York, you better start wearing a four one four hat. Well, yeah, yeah, I will, and that's what I will promise. (laughs) That is the promise I will make to you. Okay, it will be. It will be four one four hats from this, but That's I will thing. tell That's, you when I do go to New York, like you're gonna, you're gonna be that famous guy, man. I see hey, it happening already. I hey, see you becoming yeah. who you're gonna become. Thank and you. And you're gonna rep that, and you better rep. rep I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it's not where you're born; it's where you belong. My family that sees me in New York every time I go, yeah, they get so irritated that I wear Bucks Brewers. Oh, That's all I wear when I'm over when there. You rub it in on the East yeah. Coast. <laughs> I love it when you I hear had that. A guy come up to me on the street and was like, "Why are you wearing that?" Um, I'm from Milwaukee, yeah, bro. Dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> dude, I love it. Nothing is makes me laugh more. It gives me the greatest pleasure than hearing some, hey, New York, hey, you from Milwaukee? Yeah. When I hear that, I'm like, say it. Say it again. Say, yeah. say, put some respect on that damn. Put some respect, put some respect on it. <laughs> that, I love it. It's because, like, you know, we That's have what they big... used to call me, Wisconsin. Yeah. When I was on the block and when I played basketball, yeah. they called me Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, there you go, right? It's always Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's always that like fucking like dude. Woo, 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 hey, right, they, you know, you know who it is. I'm saying it, and you probably picture your friend. Oh, like I, 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 man, believe me, they think we have accents, but they have we, accents. We have accents too. Well, we, ha- I know yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, but I love all my family in New York. I love y'all. Of course um, you do, man. But I got family all over the world too. Like I we, wasn't born here, actually. I, I was, yeah. Not yeah. Oh, where, so where yeah, I didn't born? tell you that before, man. Yeah. Like, dude, I was born in Romania of all places. My boy, out here, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know. And so I came to this country as like luggage, like, you know, like, you know, the hard way and uh, didn't speak English until I was five. You know, I would sit in kindergarten, dude. And like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And so that's when I learned to like process. Mm -hmm. And then when I figured it out, I was like, you can't shut me up. And so I know what that outsider perspective is like. Mm -hmm. And so I've always said, like, it's not where you're born. It's where you belong. Yep. And like, I love my family back home, too. You know, and I see them and they're great and they're doing great things. We left a communist country, man. Like yeah. getting out is a chore in itself. Try getting out of some oppression. Yeah. It's very difficult. And so we did do that. And so, uh, you know, my folks are strong, strong people. People. Old yep. school. Old, well, yeah, man. As old school as you can get, dude. Well, that that's how I feel growing up. Um, so you uh, get those strict. values, dude. It strict. Was, it yeah. was strict. And then you rebel you know, against that. Yep. And that's kind of why I did that. But you rebel and then it, you, somehow you formulate into what that was. You do. I have. It it has come full circle. And, you know, the appreciation I have for my mother. Yep. You're never going to forget that. Never going to forget it. You know, we don't always see eye to eye. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's my mother. But, um, you know, those values that I grew up with, that's something it it stays with me. And um, all you can do is, you know, just love who you are, love what you are, what you've become and keep striving to be better. Yeah. There's Um, no doubt. I mean. What what advice would you um, give to aspiring designers? It's what everyone says, man. It's 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 not that hard, man. It's it's. I was watching Eddie Murphy, uh, get an acceptance speech for like some lifetime achievement thing, and the dude said three things, <laughs> and he's like, uh, pay your taxes, keep your heads down, 
and keep like uh, Jada Pinkins, whatever, her, out of your Name mouth. out of your right, mouth. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking Eddie, dude, is the king. Like, growing up, Eddie was my guy. Like, that. Yeah. Like, him and Robin Williams. Like, yeah, like, Robin Williams. Those two dudes, like. Favorite movie was Jack. Fuck, great movie, dude. Great movie. Great movie. I, uh, I, I, that's yeah. the movie I remember that, me watching over and over. That's the only dude that made me cry in a movie theater was Robin Williams, ever. Patch Adams? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was Goodwill Hunting. Okay. And it was uh, The Fisher King. Wow. You ever see The Fisher yeah, King? Yeah, I had it on VHS. Yeah, dude. Fisher. I'm dating myself. <laughs> so you know. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> that dude. And then Eddie Murphy was with uh, with with Delirious. Like, we saw that for the first time. Like, And so, you know, about the ice cream. You all heard the mm-hmm. jokes, right? So yeah. like, when Eddie does stuff, everyone's like, all right, stop. We got to watch this because this is the master. These, this guy's the best of the best, right? Yep. And uh, those two dudes... You know, it's that's the advice, man. It's like, it ain't that simple. It's basically three things, man. It's you know, you gotta love it. If you don't love it, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna lose more than you win. Yeah. So be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's uh, you know, like Chuck D says, man. You know, don't let a win go to your heart and a yeah. loss go to your head, right? <laughs> or a loss go to your heart and a win go to your head. That's win go the to your head. right. And yeah. so it's basically that. So you're gonna lose a lot. So be prepared for that. And then when you, you know, when, when you're coming up, you know, and you're chasing whatever it is that, you know, you're chasing your dream, get to that point where you can actually live the dream. Don't let it slip away. Be like, be like super thankful and humble for how you got there. Cause that journey bit is really, you know, and the reason I can say this is because I'm older, I've done it. Yeah. You know, I've seen the perspective. I have a little bit of time where I've looked back and I'm like, nah, there's some really cool people that helped me out and I'm thankful to them. Yeah. And so that's really what it is. I mean, because you know anybody who wants to be creative has got a certain amount of ego. Yeah, and it's like you can see it. It ain't that hard. Once you have it and you see it in other people, you know, you kind of go, "Oh, they have something special," yeah. right? And so that's it. It's basically those three things, except for the Will Smith bit. Throw that <laughs> shit out. Yeah. So I mean, think of it like in three simple things, like Eddie Murphy style, man. Just yeah. do it, love it. You know, know that you're gonna fuck up. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's a part of the process. You got to keep on going. Don't yep. like, you, just don't stop. Don't stop. I mean, it'll happen. No dude. It, it, I mean, so for it, some people it happens young. Yeah. Some people it happens later. And, but if you stop along the way, some people have to, I mean, that's just life. Yeah. Right. But if you, you know, when you survived and you can keep on going, that's because people were looking out for you. Yeah. And so you got to like respect that. You got to pay tribute to that. So that's knowing that it's going to be bad. But if you know it's going to be bad, don't let it ruin you. You know, and I, that I, this is why I love doing what I've been doing because there have people like you that have um, believed in me. Because I do get in my moments. I sure. do get in my moments where it's like, mm, you know, am I, am I like, is this working? Am yeah. I really doing this? Yeah. Um, for me, it's just keep pushing forward and and don't stop. There is no t- time for gaps. Yeah, I, that, that, yeah, no, th- yeah, yeah, you have to because like you're gonna be the first one to know if it ain't working. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah. And so if you keep on going and you still believe in it, like whatever whatever you think you gotta do, do it. Yeah. Right. Just do it, man. Like don't give a fuck about what anybody else says about it. You know, because once you know you got something, the reason you know you got something is when everybody wants a piece of you. Yeah. You know, they want your time. They want your attention. They want to be in your business. Uh, they want to know, you know, like somehow they find a way to like get on to you. Yeah. And then it's up to you to be like, and if you don't know, you can get played out, you know, and if you don't have that experience and sometimes you need the experience, but then when you see it come and you're like, all right, dude, like you ain't for real, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. uh, that's just the thing, you know, that's, that's what every kid should know. No. So I, I will say um, this. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. Uh, man, this is a good job. I know we've been we've been working it up to here, and the schedules have been crazy. But to finally get here and and just you know vibe out, bro. yeah, dude. Like That's, it's an easy conversation. Yeah, it, it, man. I, I I do I do believe me. This will when we make those those leaps. Yeah. Believe me, that do, brand is going to be on my back, brother. Because <laughs> I got your back, dude. Yeah, you do got my back, bro. <laughs> no doubt. I appreciate you. So with that being said, this is Fred Gillick of 414 yep. Clothing. Yeah, man. 
Um, t- tell everyone how they can... Uh, uh, on the lines, uh, 414milwaukee.com in the Third Ward on the corner of Buffalo and Water, uh, third floor retail mm-hmm. on, in the Marshall Building. Um, so, you know, people who like to buy stuff in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you get hold of me. And then you'll see me on the street at the best street festivals in the city, Bastille Days, uh, yeah. the Night Market and Brady Street. Um, you know, and then, uh, some few other quality ones too that are coming up. So look out for those. Oh, definitely. You know, just, you know, find us on the socials. Just, you know, we'll, we'll let you know where we're at and, you know, we'd love to uh, Are you on Instagram and? Yeah, yeah, all that. It's all the 414 okay. Milwaukee stuff. Okay. Yep. All the socials, man. All cool, right. dude. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. And let's get it this year, bro. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yes, oh, man. Right.